afternoon, Cape Cod and the islands, and welcome back to another edition of the Cape Cod Sportscast. I'm your host, Wesley Sykes. Uh, no special guest this week. It's going to be an abbreviated episode as I've been struggling to pull up my bootstraps after getting married and going on my honeymoon and trying to get back into the swing of things. Uh, but nothing ever stops for me. Everything just kind of keeps going along. So uh, as we pick up here, we're going to be going through uh, the week five, I believe, week five of the MIAA football season. And not a very good week for our local teams on the Cape. Uh, only one team in our coverage area won, and we'll start there. Uh, that was with the previously 0-4 Bourne Canalman on the road on Friday, October 11th uh, at Fairhaven for a South Coast Conference small game. Uh, Bourne was coming off a 34-6 loss and never held a lead at any point in their four losses this season, while Case was also coming off, or Fairhaven, I should say, was coming off a loss against Case last week, 42-6. to uh, When the Blue Devils and Canalman last met uh, last year, Bourne uh, routed the Blue Devils, 47-19 to on the road. Uh, and, and a big key kind of coming into this game, as I previewed, if you're, you're kind of watching the Enterprise, was uh, how the Canalman dealt with stopping Owen Sebula. Uh, they did a great job of that. They only gave up one uh, big play, kind of a broken play touchdown to him. I believe that was in the uh, early in the fourth quarter, but he only had three yards rushing. He came into uh, the South Coast area as one of the top leading rushers with 299 rushing yards on the season. But again, that wasn't the case. As Bourne picked up a 13-12 victory, they were led by freshman quarterback Joseph Carrera, uh, throwing his second touchdown pass of his career. Uh, and that was to Brady Fitzpatrick on a play-action rollout of the 15-yard variety. Uh, he also added a five-yard score in the first quarter on their first offensive possession uh, to take a 7-0 lead. Again, first time they've led all season long. But the real play of the game came from first-year player, uh, senior Logan Hawks. Uh, not only did he kick the PAT on Bourne's first touchdown of the afternoon, he came up with an interception and recovered a fumble on uh, on a punt that gave uh, the Canalman the victory. Uh, late in the fourth quarter, both of those happened on back-to-back possessions uh, with, with Fairhaven, uh, I believe, was making a little bit of a run. They were down 13-12 uh, and needed a go-to, uh, go-ahead score there if they wanted to hang on for the victory. But uh, like, like was the case for all the games kind of in southeastern Massachusetts this past weekend, uh, wind-blown, uh, rain-soaked type of game. Um, we saw that Upper Cape went up to Canton for a Mayflower Athletic Conference small showdown with Blue Hills. Uh, they, Upper Cape was coming off a hard-fought 22-6 home win against Carver Sacred Heart last week, while Blue Hills was looking to uh, stop a little bit of bleeding after having their perfect season upended by Old Colony in Rochester, 16-8. Uh, so uh, the Warriors got back on track, scoring a 34-8 lopsided victory over the Rams to drop their record to 3-2 and on the year. Uh, that's a tough loss for a team that's looking for uh, you know, a real strong road when I thought this presented an opportunity to really solidify their case as one of the better teams uh, in Division 8 South uh, with a road win against Blue Hills, but that wasn't the case. Uh, it was nothing like last year's game where they won 41 to nothing in Bourne. Um, and, and kind of coming into this game, I thought that it was even the case to be said against Southeastern, their loss there, uh, 27-14 to the Hawks in Week 2. The ability to stop down, uh, s- slow down or stop 
all three of their big playmakers, Jazari Salim, Cameron Glover, Andrew Brightman. Usually, if you can stop one of them, there's another two uh, that are going to come back and kind of hurt you. Um, I'm still waiting to hear the callback on that sort of game, but if they get uh, you know beat out 34-8, to eight, I would imagine uh, Blue Hoos did a good job of shutting down all of the Rams' weapons. Um, heading over to another key league game, uh, the Falmouth Clippers at 2-2, two and two, went on the road to Dennis Yarmouth, who was 3-1 and one for uh, their first Cape and Islands Atlantic lead games. Uh, D.Y. was coming off a 28 to nothing shutout uh, on the road at Lawrence, while Marshfield uh, scored a 51-7 to win against Falmouth two weeks ago. Falmouth was coming off a bye week there. Uh, last season, Falmouth scored a 46-22 win in Falmouth on October 5th, so almost to the day there. Uh, but this wasn't the Clippers' night as D.Y. Uh, ran all over the Clippers, 34-6. to uh, Senior quarterback for the Dolphins, Mark Paulina, had 185 rushing yards and five touchdowns. Uh, their offense seems to be clicking at another level as they've uh, won now four in a row after opening the season with a heart- heartbreaking loss to Marshfield. Uh, Mashby and Cohasset, again, another huge South Shore League Tobin division uh, showdown. Cohasset is the uh, reigning D7 South champions. Uh, they were also coming into the game tied for first in the South Shore League Tobin division with a record of 3-1. and one. Uh, They were on the bye week uh, last week, but we're coming off a 43-7 win against Cohasset on September 27th. Mashby, meanwhile, was coming off a 24-6 loss to Abington. Uh, when Cohasset and Mashby last met, it was in the D7 South semifinals with Cohasset winning 37-16. to This last regular season uh, meeting between these two teams that obviously have uh, such a strong rivalry uh, going back and forth with one another. Uh, Mashby came out on top 23 or 27-23 to at Mashby High School on October 5th. Cohasset once again got the better of the uh, the Falcons, handing them their second straight loss, second straight divisional loss in a row, uh, 27-8 to there. I believe Jack Vitnitsky had the uh, lone rushing score for the Falcons in that game. Uh, moving to, uh, we have another game that, that's also being played on Saturday as we're recording this podcast. It's Sandwich 1-3 uh, at Martha's Vineyard 3-1. and one. Uh, Sandwich is coming off a 44 to nothing shutout while... Uh, Murtha's Vineyard is coming off a 34-6 shellacking of the Bourne Canalman on the road. Uh, in that game, sophomore Vineyarder running back Anton Maurice uh, came up with 274 rushing yards and five touchdowns in the win. Uh, he'll be a, a key component for the Blue Knights defense to hone in on if they hope to have any success uh, against the 3-1 the and one Vineyarders. Uh, also another guy to stop is a uh, big-bodied sophomore quarterback, Jaden Coyle. Um, but I, I kind of see this as a winnable game for the Blue Knights. Um, if they can kind of wrap up and, and, and limit uh, Maurice and Coyle to uh, you know, a few yards after, after contact. So I'm also interested to see how freshman quarterback Tim Bankston responds under center. Um, we were talking about true freshman before Joseph Carrera and kind of how he responds in his second, third uh, game fully under center um, and kind of getting used to that varsity level style of play. Uh, you know, Banks obviously was a stud with the, the Sandwich Bulldogs Pop Warner team last year, uh, but playing at the varsity level um, is a big jump to make for, for a freshman um, to come in and re- respond to. So I'll be interested to see how he kind of gets coached up and responds after a uh, shutout loss the week prior. 
Uh, but moving to non-football things today, uh, we'll stay uh, in sandwich. The Sandwich Boys uh, scored a win against Plymouth North. I believe it was 3-1 today. Again, kind of blustery, windblown, spitting kind of condition. So uh, that was uh, their third win of the season. And second in a row uh, after they had previously beaten, oh, I should say second in three games. Uh, Sandwich Blue Knights had a win against Monomoy, a loss against Nauset, and now a uh, win against Plymouth North as well. Uh, again, we'll, we'll stick, stay in uh, East Sandwich, where uh, the field hockey team has been uh, the best on the Cape, best in the area uh, this season. They're a perfect 10-0, 5-0 in the Cape and Islands Atlantic League. Uh, they have the best goaltender in the league with Sarah Curry, with two goals against, eight shutouts, a .22 goals against average. Uh, Macy White is one of the uh, the division's top scorers with five goals and eight assists. That's good for 13 points, if my math is correct. Uh, while Lily Tolbin isn't far behind with, with 10 points. Kylie Quinn has uh, 10 points of her own. Uh, they have a big game coming up this week uh, on September 14th. I believe that's Monday, uh, Columbus Day at 10 a.m. with Dennis Yarmouth, who ousted them in the uh, D2 South semifinals. Of course, D.Y. went on to win a uh, state title last season. And the Blue Knights already have a game in hand in that home-and-home series with D.Y. Uh, I believe they won 4 nothing in that first meeting. Uh, but there's some really good field hockey all across the bridge, or all over the bridge, across the Cape, I should say. Uh, Bourne is 6-4-2, and two, uh, and they're also unbeaten in conference play in the SEC Small with a record of 4-0-1. Have games against Fairhaven, Aponiquit, and Somerset Berkeley, so that's a tough stretch uh, for the Canalman, who have been led by uh, Julia Lissier, Taylor McCarthy. I'm trying to think, I believe uh, Elizabeth Black in, in net for them uh, as well. Uh, Falmouth comes in next at 3-4-4 four, and four with a 1-3-1 and one Cape and Islands Atlantic record and have games against Monomoy, which will be a tough test, Nosset as well, and out-of-conference game with Notre Dame Academy from Hingham. Uh, Mashby's had a little bit tougher go of it this season. They're 2-6 and six and have games against East Bridgewater, Carver, and Nosset coming up this week. And uh, much like the field hockey, the golf scene on the Cape on this side of the bridge has also been downright dominant. Uh, led by the 12-2 and start by the Mashpee Falcons. They've won eight of their last nine matches behind uh, stud number one player Colin Spencer, who I believe was uh, Rich McClone's Athlete of the Week this week in the Mashpee Enterprise. Uh, and they have games against Falmouth, Carver, and Abington in the upcoming weeks. Well, Sandwich also with an identical record of 22 have won their 12-2, and I should say, uh, won their last five matches to cons- uh, secure the Cape and Islands Atlantic title with a win against uh, uh, NASA at Captain's Golf Course in Brewster. Uh, and they've been led by a trio of juniors, uh, Mike Barrasso, Sam Hood, Colin Norkovicious. You're throwing Parker Hunt in there, Thomas Hurley in there. It's a very deep one through four, five, one through six roster there that's been uh, contributing in all their wins uh, this season. Uh, right on the heels of those two 12 and 2 teams is the Upper Cape Tech uh, Rams, they're 11 2 and 3. Uh, they've got 11 matches without losing, uh, led by, by uh, Falmouth Kid, Pat Gelfie, and Connor McEntee. Uh, they have two matches with Cape Tech and Cape Cod Academy left on their schedule. I believe those are uh, before they I believe they go into a Kushnet River Valley uh, golf course for the Max Small uh, Championship Tournament. Uh, but, but those games, those previous matches against Cape Tech and Cape Cod Academy had both resulted in wins for the Rams. And Bourne uh, checks in you know, last on the list locally, but they're 9-5 and five and already qualified for a Division Three tournament spot. They have matches with SJP and Somerset Berkeley before uh, the SEC Championship at Bay Point Country Club 
in onset uh, set to take place. I believe that's supposed to take place on Monday. It was supposed to take place on Friday, but obviously with the playing conditions the way they are, they just could not get the game in. Uh, moving over to a couple other things, our, our last group we'll touch on here uh, is girls' soccer. And surprisingly, uh, the upper Cape Tech Rams, among the best in the, on the Cape here as far as record goes, uh, under second-year head coach Paul Ahern. They have a record of 6-4-3, 4-1 uh, in the Mayflower Athletic League uh, Athletic Conference small play. Uh, and they have games against Bristol Aggie, Cape Tech, Westport, Southeastern, and Norfolk Aggie in those games. And they have a previous record of 2-2-1 two, two and one against those opponents. So uh, their bid for the tournament and ending their tournament drought uh, should be in good spirits through the rest of the way. Uh, Falmouth comes in with a record of 4 Five, four, and two, and a one and three Cape and Islands Atlantic record. Uh, they played Nantucket, Barnstable, and Sandwich in their upcoming games. Uh, Mashby has a five, six, and one. They play Monomoy Hall and Falmouth Academy. There should be a couple of wins on that board for them. Now, well, Sandwich, four, three, and three, two, one, and two in the Atlantic Division of the Cape and Islands League. Uh, play Barnstable, Martha's Vineyard, and Falmouth this week. So, a couple of big uh, divisional games with Barnstable and Falmouth for the Blue Knights. Uh, they're coming off a, uh, I would say, gut-wrenching 2-1 loss at home to Nauset, uh, you know, in a game that they were up 1-0 at halftime before uh, the Warriors scored two unanswered in the second half. And last but not least, we have the Bourne Canalman with a record of 3-7-2, 2-3-1 in SCC small play. That's a mouthful. Uh, and they play Somerset, Berkeley, Case, and Aponiquit in their upcoming schedule. But interesting fact about... Uh, a little tidbit uh, for the Bourne Canalman with their win against Wareham this week. Uh, they matched their win total from a season ago. So uh, three wins and fewer games. Uh, you know, a nice tip of the cap to returning first-year head coach Rui Carrera and what he's been able to do with that team after losing out on a couple of step freshman players who uh, looked to bring a lot of promise to that Canalman team last season and Avery and Claudia Rogers, who are now playing for Tabor Academy. Uh, but that'll do it for the Sports Flash this week. Uh, something short, something sweet. I hope you enjoy your long weekend, uh, your Columbus Day weekend. I know the weather may not be corroborating or corroborating out there. Uh, but, you know, enjoy the last few uh, nice days of weather that we have before we hunker down for the winter. And we get fully engulfed in snow and hockey as well. Uh, so we'll check back next week. Hopefully we'll get a nice interview wrapped up for you. But until then, uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Take care.